guide a ship through the storm, the tiller must be steered by an iron hand. Strong, firm, fearless. When the waves come and the wind whips, a loyal crew needs a tough, pragmatic commander. Faltering in the face of danger, well, that's bad for business. People come to this town not for its riches or its market. They come for its leadership. And those people, they bring their vices and the coin to pay for vices satisfied. Here I thought Baron Nyland had it in her to keep order, but yesterday, well, I'm not the only one with doubts. And doubt is bad for business. You watch her. More than that, though, you watch the crowd. If she slips up, even once, and their faith falters, then we're going to need new leadership. New leaders. People look up to you and your sister. They say you're heroes after you risk your lives fighting the monsters and rogue alchemy unleashed upon Scarlet's arena. When Nyland's head falls, your hands need to be ready for the catch. I'll have your back. You just remember that the blood that pumps through the veins and heart of this town is business. Business is life, your life. And the business here, it belongs to me. Welcome to the Crooked Thimble, where like minds meet. This game is being conducted using a hacked version of the Dungeon World system by Sage Latora and Adam Cobal. Additionally, we are using many rules from Hamish Cameron's The Sprawl. We apologize for the lateness of this week's episode. It was recorded on November 7th, 2016, and since then, a white supremacist was elected president on promises of an enormous ethnic cleansing. This podcast is about heroes, and heroes do not remain silent when villains are at work. To remain silent is to aid the oppressor. Normally, we would take a moment to direct you to the Crooked Thimble's Patreon page, but instead, I'd like all of you listening to head over to the American Civil Liberties Union at ACLU.org and contribute in any way you can. There's a fight coming, and we need to be ready for it. Speaking of heroes, Kaya, Isolde, and Impediment have done the impossible. The Greenbark Gang is saved. The hidden titan of Harris Reka is shattered. In completing their quest, our heroes have grown in their abilities. Let's see what they've learned. You've all had an opportunity to rest following the events of the arena debacle, as we might call it. And as such, like, Reed had no choice in the matter. Reed fell unconscious. Uh, Kaya, you weren't in great shape either, uh, and Isold was completely unharmed. <laughs> I don't know. My my pride took a few licks, I think. Nice. Nice. And as such, you get your opportunities to rest. I will say, impediment. Yes. When you come to, after falling unconscious, you find yourself in Barker's room oh. at the Beyond. Oh, well then. <laughs> well, that, that's not unpleasant. Brother Arvo is tending to you, not Barker, and you don't know where Barker is. Well, that's not fun. It's it's not fun. Uh, Kaya, mm-hmm. when you need to rest, I believe you're going to be resting in the manor still, correct? Yes. Isold. Oh, Baron boy. Nyland is unhappy with you and would prefer you not rest in the Bailey. Where would you go for solace? not being able to stay in the Bailey apartment anymore. Well, I'll probably try to look after uh, Reed. Okay. Yeah. Aww. 
the two of you are in that room, uh, Isold, you actually have like essentially a, a, a sleeping cot. Barker actually is helpful in this. He actually gets one from the camp and brings it in. So it's a military cot, but it's, uh, it's not super uncomfortable. He doesn't stay in the room though. He's staying someplace else. He's, it's, uh, as though he's actually ceded the room to impediments use while she recovers. I will give him some weight in exchange for that. Say five. Ex- uh, yeah, I'll take that. Uh, he accepts it um, a little grudgingly, like he doesn't refuse it because he realizes, like this is this is a this is a fair price, maybe high, but I'll get you some drinks and watch your back. I'll see what services I can offer. He doesn't have that gruffness that he had before. He's much softer now. He's also pretty badly hurt himself, but he's he's uh, used his own bandages and ointments to to it seems that he has a small stash of healing items as well you all have an opportunity to recover right now so you get back half of your hit points half of your max hp and in addition to that this is your first recovery after the escape from the uh, mission even though you didn't really escape so much as didn't get in trouble with the police And as such, you gain one experience and have actually completed the first mission of the game. (laughs) Hooray! (laughs) Impediment for this. Impediment. You have actually chosen the moves you want for leveling up. That is correct. Yes. What moves are you going to take since you are going to level up twice? I am going to be taking from the Barbarian class, which is my main class. Uh, It's a move called Samson. And Mm -hmm. it means that I may take a debility to immediately break free of any physical or mental restraint, which I just feel is somewhat poetic given how many times I have been tripped, tangled, and gooed on by various crazy insects. And I mean, I also broke people out of prison, sort of. So that part is That seems good. Uh, And what will your second move be? I think I want to cross-class with my second move. And I think I'm going to be taking uh, one of the bard starting moves called Charming and Open. It reads... What does... Thank you. When you speak frankly with someone, you can ask their player, including the GM, uh, a question from the list below. They must answer it truthfully. Then they may ask you a question from the list, which I must answer truthfully. I'm very well done. You're a great today. public speaker. Um, I think that the list that I have is out of date because I think you and I uh, went over the bard question list. But it's it's going to be simple things like who do you serve, what do you want, what are you really feeling, and things like that. Um, um, I'm gonna send you like in text. Make sure we have the right matching stuff. Okay. Uh, the one in uh, the character sheets that we sent out should be accurate. Okay. All right. You're unconscious, and you're going to get three days of rest out of all of this. Awesome. But just not yet. Uh-oh. Impediment, what two stats are you improving? Oh, right. I have to, like, finish the level up thing. I think I'm going to put both of them into my constitution, actually. Uh, then you gain two hit points. Yeah. Congrats. Uh, what does that bring your con to? So 16 
to 17 to 18, actually. So you've got a plus three modifier, you're as high as you can go, and the highest hit points that you can achieve. Possibly any character can achieve. Yep. Not sure if the fighter has more hit points. Hard to say. Kaya, what moves yes. move would you like to pick up? Um, well, I believe that I will pick up well-trained and get to choose another training for Angus. Fight monsters? Um, oh. Do you want us to come back to you after uh, hitting up Izzled? Yeah, let me think about it a little more. Izzled Heisenberg. A brief aside on, on Angus, uh, the bark cat. My, my sister has done fan art of him as well. <gasps> yeah, I've been so swamped I haven't been able to put up the fan art post yet. I'm hoping to do that along with the uh, the actual posting of this latest episode, which I just finished editing the episode itself tonight because it took forever. Do tell Izzled Heisenberg, what uh, new move are you going to take? You're probably going to hate me for this one, but it fits. It's Enchanter. When you have time and safety with a magic item, you may ask the GM what it does. The GM will answer you truthfully. Okay, that's great. I got no problem with that. Okay, because I have been super curious about Herman the Head, the Titan, for a long time. Oh, sweet, merciful Christ. I just get to tell you what happens. What the, I guess, I'm guessing that I've been looking through the uh, Order of Woods notes through some of this time. And have been putting things together, been, and maybe I'll come up with the answer at some point. Yeah, it's real tough because you're going to actually have to get your hand on it again. And I'm telling you that she's not going to let you down there. Uh, not not without some convincing. I just uh, guess I'll have to look like someone else, huh? Motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Poor Trellis. Or good news. You could just keep casting spells on good news. That worked out last time. Yep, yep. <laughs> Too bad about those uh, those redstone gang boys. Um, yeah, what uh, what spell are you going to learn? Sleep. Yeah, good good choice. Got no problem with that. Uh, and then finally, what stat are you improving? Charisma. That's not going to change your modifier, though, right? I think it actually will. I think it goes from plus Ooh. from plus one to plus two because ooh, I, at first. I was thinking Wisdom would be my second highest stat, but then I decided after the first session, no, and I'll, I'll flip them, flip it around with um, with Charisma. Since I both had, I had plus one in both of them, it didn't affect gameplay at that point. But I wanted to, over time I was realizing, no, I, I should probably try to pump up Charisma and have that be sort of my second power stat, given the way that I'm, I'm playing uh, Isolde. It's both the way you're playing her and that we're not doing a dungeon crawl so much as a the noir epic in a fantasy setting. Right. Yep. Yep. Noir epic is not actually a combination of words I've heard before, so that's alright. I'm good with it. It's a new genre. It's a new era. Alright, Kaya. I've changed my mind entirely. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, instead of boosting Angus, I'm going to take Wild Empathy. I can speak with and understand animals. So right now it's just going to be wild animals, which is going to exclude you from speaking to an actual sapling, for example. Right. Okay. I, I, I figured that, but I also kind of figured that even that, that that might be very handy, especially if we ended up doing the, you know, 
solve a mystery quests that are presented. We have a few mysteries to solve. We have a few mysteries to solve. Okay, so those... Oh, what stat do you want to improve? That would make sense. Okay, I'm going to up my wisdom to, plus, to 17. No biggie. Okay. That way you're going to get very good at casting your spells and very good at discerning reality. This is important stuff. Next level. All right. Uh, I think that's all of our leveling up business. Um, now, because Kaya and uh, Impediment are resting, are actually taking the use of the recover action, I'm essentially giving Isold a free move in town. So this is going to be the evening after the big fight. So that the evening of the big fight, essentially. Uh, you have the run of the town. You are, to some a town hero because of your association with Reed. Reed is bizarrely focal in the way that people view the events of the day. And because she swooped in, blew up the big monster, and then was rescued by, you know, the waiting arms of all of the Order of Wood and your bizarre magical construct, she's the one that people see as as having been the hero in the situation. And by association, you are being treated well by the people of town. Is there anything you want to do this evening while you have the run of the place? Well, there's a, a really dark side of me that wants to hunt down the the one person who saw me detonate all of those red those redstones. Forgetting her name. Shit. <laughs> that was one of the Lucanons, wasn't it? That was Ritva Lucanon. Ritva. Is that a knight? Sir Ritva Lokanen, the master of arms and the knight of wood. So she is the, uh, not the commander of the soldiers, but the one in charge of all of their equipment. And is the sister of Otso Lokanen, the actual garrison captain. Hmm. Well, I was thinking either take her out quickly, but doesn't seem that I'll be very successful in that. And besides, that would be wrong. <laughs> That would be wrong. She's also laid out in uh, in the barracks, since the barracks is kind of U-shaped. In that parade ground in the center of it, they've set up a uh, medical tent for all of the people who were injured. And so... Oh, she's laid up? Oh, so this is going to be the thing where I strangle her with a pillow? Well, except for she's in a, 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 a essentially open space. She doesn't have a separate area. Right. Uh, the sick are being kept together on cots, essentially, because I'm not entirely certain how medicine worked in this era when it comes to big group medicine. But I seem to remember there being medical tents, and so I'm just making one of those happen. Right. So instead, what I'm going to do is I'm going to find some relatively lower class um, individual who is leaving town. Okay. There are those. Those are those are things. You're right. Uh, a merchant or a traveler. Uh, and I'm going to meet with them before they leave and wish them good luck on their journey. Give them a give them one weight out of charity and while shaking their hand, take their form. Okay. Uh, let me... Oh man, I, keep, I once again have not uh, upped my... Let's do my finish names database. Oh, Jesus. What the hell is this? Disney has its own baby name database? Of course they fucking do. Uh, let's say Inca. That sounds like, that sounds like a name that you, so you've, uh, you've run into Inca. 
who is uh, a tradeswoman that you encountered earlier on your wanderings through the city, and you knew that she was going to be headed off towards Mostanenfell with an order of... She actually is taking barrels of of something from here to Mostanenfell uh, on her little wagon that is being pulled by a croxibor. Now, you catch her on the southern edge, edge of town? Is that your, your plan? Yeah. Uh, so you catch up with her on the road so that you can be relatively private. Uh, this road is so well patrolled that it's safe enough for her to be traveling alone. Um, she's armed. She's a pretty tough looking broad. But, you know, uh, you're you're going to sneak up on her. Well, you're going to walk up to her. You you say hello. You introduce yourself. You give the, the weight as a tip. Uh, and she asks, oh, and this is before you've shaken her hand. Right. Oh, uh, do you want me to, to convey a message to someone? Is there uh, something you would you would like from me? Well, I want you to be on the lookout for the Redstone Gang when you get to Masonenfell. They should be gathering there, and I think that and I think they have it out for uh, the Greenbark Gang and uh, and my friend Reed. I saw so many people hurt today. She reaches out to to take your hand and shake your hand as a deal. I will gladly do this service for you. She shakes your hand. Thanks, Inka. And as I'm turning away, I cast Mimic. <laughs> uh, give me a roll plus int. All right. Oh, I should use actual dice. Oh, no. Yeah, you will have to actual dice, because we have no idea what happens when you start roll 20. Fortunately, my dice are within arm's reach. That's going to be a total of 10. Uh, okay. You take her shape uh, and her, her traveling gear and garb, although it's... What is, uh, we actually had you do it last time, but we didn't describe what Mimic is. What is Mimic? What do you physically do to make it happen? I think I'm putting some kind of, of solvent on my hand, and I touch someone with, and this, this actually creates some kind of connection between, some alchemical connection between the two of us as it seeps through a little bit with both of us. And in the exchange, courses through my body and causes all kinds of uh, of, of gross transformations. Uh, especially since this seems to change. I'm I'm always a little confused because it seems to change like your clothes and stuff as well. Now you look like this person, um, and so now you are Anka. You're a, a tradeswoman. You 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 know a little bit of her habits. You've heard her voice before because you encountered her in town. Right. So you have some chance of impersonating her. Now that you're Inca, what do you do? I have turned away. Hopefully, hopefully she doesn't notice underneath my cloak, and I I hurry off. <laughs> uh, she doesn't notice you because it wouldn't be fun, and uh, I I want to make your lives be full of adventure and complications. Where do you scurry off to as Inca? Back to Reed. Oh, interesting. Reed, hmm? you have a visitor. Um, Brother Arvo has just left you. Um, he, he checked your wounds and he says that he's got an idea, something that he can do to, uh, to heal the, the, the raking of your hand, your dominant hand, uh, from the, the thorn swipe vines. And so he's rushed off with an idea in his head. When this woman comes in, a tradeswoman that you barely recognized, you don't even remember her name. Uh, uh, I, hello. Um, have we met? Oh, Reed. 
Actually, yes, we have. I'm Inca the tradeswoman. We met very briefly on the road. Or at least, that's what I look like. Actually, it's me, Isold. I'm in disguise. This is some alchemy thing, isn't it? Yeah, cool, huh? Isn't it neat? How are Do I even want to know how you made this one? Oh, wasn't that bloody. Don't worry about it. Oh, that's good. I... The druid's been tending me. I'd start worrying more about how much alchemy has blood in it after that. Looking over the the handiwork of the brothers, and I decide, oh, yeah, they seem to be doing an adequate job here. Yeah, yeah. I'm not hurting too bad. That's good. Look, I did something to the statue underneath the the manor. Um, so I'm I suspect that Baron Nylon might not be very happy with me. So here's. Did you- Break the statue? Like, sh- put it into its little pieces? Yep. Oh. It's only a matter of time before they glue it back together, I assume. But it might be yeah. difficult, and it might take a good deal of time. So, huh. So, in the interest of caution, here's what I propose. I propose that Isold Heisenberg fled town very quickly, uh, hiring... Or arranging some deal with Inca the tradeswoman that Inca would stay here and take care of you while uh, Isolde Heisenberg takes her cargo to Mustanenfell. Okay. Um, how long does your alchemy last? I can upkeep it for a good long while. Alright. That's not terrifying. Yeah, as long as you don't cast a spell. <laughs> right. I, uh, that's right. I, I, am, I am actually somewhat limited in this form. <laughs> um, Reed doesn't need to know that. But no, <laughs> no she don't. It's this, on a read oh, to know basis. A re- oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh God. No. <laughs> Sorry. Um, that seems like a great punchline to end the scene on. Uh, does anybody, do, do you have any other, like, urgent business to get done in this conversation? Uh, not really, other than I would drop that. Um, no, I, I don't think I'd even drop that. I'm not gonna, I might tell Kaya later that, or when we are, when we're all together, I might tell them about how I was, uh, I was working for Venamo in part when I did it. Although I had my own separate reasons for wanting to, to break the statue. But I'm going. I've gone incognito. I'm. I was the most. I was the most at fault. There are multiple people who probably have it out for me now. There's Ritva. There's Nyland. I, you know, I don't want to show my face in town for a while. One more thing uh, mm-hmm. before you go. Uh, before we change scenes, uh, Reed would want to let Isold know um, if you can't necessarily keep up this alchemy shape changing thing. Barker might be one of the people in town you might be safe from regarding the statue thing. He uh, if uh, we all survived the other day uh, he had asked me to help him break the statue. Hmm. So you think we can trust him? Maybe. I trust him. That gets an eyebrow. Just an an eyebrow. What? What? Nothing. I maybe trust people a little easier than I should. Yes, I know this. 
Kaya. Uh-huh. You're resting up in the apartment in the Bailey, the guest apartment there, recovering your HP. I feel so um, good. I can't remember. Uh, how, where are you injured? Um, my leg. Yeah. Oh, right. You got shot and crushed. Yeah. Because somebody thought it would be a good idea to magic missile my leg. Well, I mean, it was dark. Yeah, it was. Yeah, trust me, that wasn't the idea. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, the Baron comes in mm. uh, while you're resting. She's in uh, a work shirt and work boots, and she has folded onto her belt um, some leather gloves, work gloves, that you can see the sort of scars of use upon them. Um, she's pretty dirty. The sun has just gone down, and it looks like she's been uh, working, digging with earth and wood. Miss mm. Wellsmythe, I hope that you are resting well. Um, uh, yes. Yes. Thank you. We have cleaned up the remains of Ronnie Wren. Um, you would be able to dine in our front room when you have, uh, the energy. <sighs> it will be difficult to, um, pull that sight from my head, but I think I'll manage. I plan on rearranging the room a bit. It is also... I've seen a lot of strange things and terrible things in my day, but never in my own house, not here, anyway. I want to ask you something. Okay. Tomorrow morning, we are going to be executing a handful of the Redstone gang for their treachery. Olaf, you may know, and uh, two others who were injured. It is something we need to make clear that attempts to break into our house and to subjugate our rule cannot be tolerated. I do not intend the same for your friend Isold, your traveling companion, who so ruinously destroyed our work here. But there are many calling for her blood for the injuries at the arena. Huh? I want to make certain that you and your friend are rested. Uh, impediment. So in three nights' time, on the third day, I'm going to be throwing a celebration for the bravery and heroics that have been accomplished to rescue the Greenbark gang from their cruel incarceration by Scarlet. I will be celebrating your contributions to the defense of the Bailey, and I will be selling, uh, celebrating Impediment Reed's actions that day. That noon, I want to hold a public forum announcing what repayment Isold Heisenberg will do for our city, for our fortress. I would like you to go to her and convince her to speak with me so that we can come to some kind of settlement. I don't want to send my people, as that will be a threat. I know that I spoke very angrily to her, but I would like to see her in person and see that we can get this business sorted. Well, I... That seems very... Very generous of you. Um, I will happily convey this message to Isold. Good. Thank you. You're welcome. Rest well. In the morning, if you wish, you may attend the executions. They will be held at the gate that was once to the arena. But I would understand if you needed your rest. I'm not much of one for executions. They are an unfortunate necessity to the maintenance 
of the balance of power on the frontier. I hope you understand. Honestly, no. But this is your your barony, and not mine. It's not the choice I would make, but it is not my choice to make. It must be on your conscience. <laughs> There's a lot of things on that today. Indeed. Get your rest. I'll be working the next few days, so it'll be hard to get a hold of me, but if you need to, just ask. You're still free to have the run of the place. Trellis and Good News should be able to help you anytime you need. Okay. <clears throat> Good night. Night. She uh quickly scans the room as she leaves, as though there's still some lingering suspicion that the ghost or the assassin could be someplace nearby. But she closes the door and leaves. Good morning, everyone. Uh, okay. Come morning, a town crier. Uh, unless, uh, actually, Izzled, is there any, like, business you would like to get to that's that's important to do this evening? No. In the morning, a town crier goes through the streets, announcing the execution of Olaf and two other bandits from the Redstone gang. They don't wait for the town to gather. They don't order everyone to come watch. But they do uh, put a post across the uh, the gate entrance to the arena, uh, put them up on tall stools on ladders, and then kick the ladders out from underneath them after stringing them up to, the, to a rope. It's quick. It's done almost as... It's done without any showmanship. And Olaf and those two others are now dead. The town has a heavy, somber mood, as some people have taken to the field to the south, um, on the barrack side rather than the arena side, and they're burying the ten people who died in the attack yesterday. That is where Baron Nyland is, as she is digging holes herself, as is, that is where Barker is, who is also helping her to bury the bodies. Those of you who have total control of your legs, uh, which is not going to include Reed if Reed wants to cure that debility. That's what I was about to ask. I'm like, I'm stuck in this bed, aren't I? You're stuck in that bed unless somebody makes a healing potion and brings it to you to cure the debility. Okay. Yeah, all right. I'll make a, I'll make a healing potion. Oh, I, there's no rush. Okay. Do what you want. Do what you I still want. want to make a healing potion because I'm out of healing potions. Well, that's fair. Uh, that is a totally fair thing, and you are able to do that using a move you haven't used yet, which is the Create Concoction. Uh, do you know the price of a healing potion inside of the book? A healing potion is 50 coins, so if you wanted to use the Create Concoction move, you could make two uh, concoctions. You will have to buy supplies at half the cost of the listed price. So, do you, Bob? Uh, do you, Izzled, have uh, fifty coin? Believe so. Uh, I thought I got a hundred coin. Oh, uh, that one time I got. Yeah, I got a hundred coin. And then, and then I borrowed twenty from you. Yeah, and then, and then uh, you just have, reminded spent... me that I put the craziest wager down. You did. For another five, another five coin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that that first day I lost twenty five coin. Today I've lost six coin. So yeah, I have fifty. All right. Uh, so you uh you purchase supplies from your friendly alchemical supply dealers who are actually the uh 
both the brothers and actually several merchants outside are available as options. So you could do it to the, you could get it from the druids or you could actually get it from merchants out here. Which would you prefer? Right. Uh, the merchants. All right. Uh, so you, you acquire those supplies from the merchants. Give me a roll plus int. Plus int. Here we go. It's going to be a total of nine. Uh, with a total of nine, uh, you get to choose two from the list below. Not only you, so you're going to get to make both doses of the healing potion. Uh, but also, uh, you must choose two from the list below. Your concoction goes awry. Create one, one less use. Your conco- your concoction has reduced effect. Apply the weakened tag to your concoctions. Or three, you attract unwanted attention, complications, or consequences. You know, I think I'll go with minus one dose. So instead of two healing potions, it's just one healing potion. And I, yeah, I think you should only have to pick one from that list below. I think that was an accident. Uh, yeah. Okay, so you get one healing potion, uh, and are you going to just give that to Reed? Are you mixing this in Reed's uh, Reed's room? Yeah, I'm, I'm mixing it on the down low. I don't know that I'm going to actually use it on her though, since she's already put a couple days into into resting and healing. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's that's totally a thing. We have time right Sorry, now. Sorry, Reed. No, we have time right now, and seriously, it's fine. In fact, I'm not even going to tell Reed what I'm doing. <laughs> I like yes. the idea that Inca is just there mixing a potion in her room, and it's just like, ah, uh, she she could be making anything right now. Yep. You haven't actually all met up yet. That's uh, right. Do you want to do that? Is there anything you want to do between now and, uh, I realize Izzel doesn't even know that there's this supposed hearing going to happen. Uh, Kaya, uh, you're nearly fully healed, if not actually fully healed. Yes, I am, in fact, uh, actually fully healed. Uh... What do you do with this the the second day? Um, I'm going to go visit Reed and be looking for Isold. All right. As you're mixing that healing potion, and just as you've gotten it finished, Isold. Yeah. Uh, Kaya, there's a knock at the door, and Kaya, uh, Kaya, would you let yourself in, uh, or would you wait? Is this Reed's room or? Uh, you know, people have told you that, that Reed is in this room. It's in the beyond, so it's like actually like in the, the second floor back corner of the, the giant inn that is in town. Okay. No, I'd probably wait. Okay. Uh, inhabitants of the room, there's a knock at the door. Coming right away. Coming. Okay, I'll just sit here. God, I hate this. <laughs> And I'm gonna I'm gonna have my hand on my on my alchemical pouch. Man, you are paranoid. Just a point of questioning. So Isol um did the this this conjury thing, does that mean she looks like Isold now? No. Looks like Inca. Yeah, it's not a wizard move, the okay. prepare concoction. Prepare uh, that... concoction is just a it's a standard move you all have. It's just she also happens to be the only one who knows a concoction. Ah, that's why I was asking. Because I wanted to know Although, if I was right. looking at this old or not. Uh, you're not. You're looking at Inca. Yeah, so Inca Inca opens the door. Oh, um, and, and sorry. Curtsies. Reed Must. is kind of leaning around to try and see around. Inca is old. Must have, oh, hi, Reed. Who, oh, Kaya, who come is, on in. Who's this? Oh, come, yes, please, go ahead. Okay. Don't let me be in the way. I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying this too much. I I skirt by Inca and um, look at Reed. How you feeling? Um, Tired. 
antsy. Uh, really yeah. antsy. Yeah, the town is all a flutter. You're the hero of the of the hour. Uh, I wish I could feel better about that. Yeah, well, looks like your gang got all is all accounted for and nobody accounted nobody for. Dead. Have they been around? Has no, anyone actually but, heard where they went? Um, no, but there are no bodies of the gang and that's good. They're they're I would That's good. A, that that hopefully that means they they're well away from here by now. I think I think it probably does. Anyway, um you see this little round? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Just big shit eating grin. <laughs> Huge <sighs> Dumb grin. Reed kind Reed kind of is doing like a face palm just like Oh dear, Isolde's done something, hasn't she? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That reaction is too funny. Oh, I'm sorry, Kaya. Um is the door shut? Can anyone hear? I'm I'm, I'm looking at uh Inca is old now with that question. Uh I think I think Inca probably closed the door behind you, but yeah. also uh I'll add that there's a troubadour inside of the inn itself mm-hmm. uh, trying to compose a tune and taking verses from the audience oh, God. Uh, for making a song for the celebration. Oh, no. <laughs> the Ode Great. to Impediment Reed. Oh, God. I don't like I have so many mixed feelings about this. Like, this is the best and the worst. <laughs> so... I'm just going to say, I heard Inca slash Isold before I saw Inca slash Isold. Is that enough to discern realities and see if I can determine that I'm suspicious? Uh, I would I would love for you to make a discern realities roll. Me too. <laughs> um, Me cool. Too. While you're making that discern realities, that's the moment that Reed's going and gesturing to Inca Isold. Shut the door so we can talk. Um, so I figure about the time you finish your uh, discern is when Reed's going to say her her thing. So even though we didn't say it, can it be as safely assumed that I brought Angus with me? Uh, I Yeah, I'm going to assume that Angus is in there with you. I figured uh, because, you know, I wouldn't leave him trapped in the house. He would start shredding things. <laughs> I'm about ready to start shredding things. Well, it's a good thing Angus was helping. I have an eight. An eight? So you get one question from the Discern Realities list. <laughs> okay, then. Hopefully there's one on the list that allows me... Let's look at the list. Oh, yeah, there is. Um, uh, oh, yeah. What here is not what it appears to be. Uh, this healing potion's actually a bomb! <laughs> uh, you... You take a moment and you notice something very strange about Inca, which is just that one time when Inca muttered, it was a, a, a pretty unfamiliar voice. And another time that Inca made a sound, it was definitely your shape-shifting friend. And and there's Angus, like, purring up against her. When Angus yeah, Angus is just, Inca. like, yeah, it's totally, like, rubbing up against Inca's leg and is, like periodically flopping on his side, like expecting belly scritches from this total stranger. And receiving them. And receiving them. 
Totally. And that's when you notice that this total stranger has an alchemist's pouch. I'm just going to look at... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's... I was going to say, but the door was open. She's really paranoid right now. And, I mean, I can't really blame her. That was a big explosion. It hurt. Yeah. I was... I was made when I set off those red stones by Ritva for one and for another... Baron Nyland was right there when I broke her statue to pieces. Yeah, so... I I can only imagine the look on her face then. Yeah, it wasn't pretty. Mm. She, um, she is proving to be surprisingly reasonable for a crazy lady who assembles a weird statue in her basement. Uh, About that, guys, I don't... I didn't get a chance to mention this, but I don't think her motivations are as grandiose and yeah. saving humanity. I People I don't, don't do that. risky, scary things for those reasons, unless they're really crazy. And she doesn't seem that crazy. No. I think we're missing something. I think you could be right. I think she still could have the best interest of, you know, the world and her people specifically and her own advancement at heart i think she could have good motives well yeah i didn't say they were bad motives but i mean like the first thing people do crazy things for is family Mm. personal things Mm. yeah yeah she's driven and blinded by vengeance maybe or sorrow and grief Hmm. remember there was a setting Mm. that first night we had with her that dinner there was a place setting someone who never came. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, is... I noticed that. Yes, I do recall that. Anyway, all that to say, the Baron would like me to convey to you that she would like to sit down with you, Isold, and talk about how you might, um, I guess, make amends for exploding her arena and the people that died because of it, which, you know... Considering she just executed people, seems pretty. And she didn't even mention the statue thing. So, yeah. Has she mentioned any ideas of what she thinks the cost will be? No, she has not. She said she wanted to sit down and talk to Isold face to face. And she also mentioned that she felt... um, indebted to you and I, Reed. So I think there is some goodwill for Isold based on our actions. You know, she does kind of owe me her life in a little way or two, and many of her people owe you their lives. So there's going to be like this giant feast. And- yeah, but those the people that died are still on my head too. If I hadn't been with you guys, no one would have cared about the green barks. That's just it. On the scale of things, this is all Nyland's fault. Oh. She couldn't control her people, and because of that, well, the green barks. Reed's raising an eyebrow. A set of relative innocence were going to be executed. On the balance of things, it was us or them. I think we can land the green barks pretty firmly in Scarlet's fault area. Um, it was perhaps Baron Island's fault to 
get in a relationship with Scarlet, but we've all been in the place where we've entered into a bargain that had more strings than we knew it had. And she definitely offered as much support as she could to us in attempting to free the green bark. So I'm inclined to give her a little bit of leeway there, a little bit of in over her, over her head and trying to be a noble about it. Uh, she wanted to wipe her hands of the situation because she had a guilty conscience. She knew she was doing wrong, but she didn't have the guts to put her life on the line, to put her to put her morals where her mouth was when it came to the to the, the redstones, and when it came to Scarlet. And in the end, she got betrayed. But that's all on her. Wow, that is. That said, I am not unwilling to negotiate. <laughs> I suggest you don't open with the previous diatribe. Maybe. There's a good chance that this is just a gambit in order to get me exposed so that, you know, if I were in her position, I would kill me as quickly as possible. Uh, Kaya's gonna blink at that. You would, would you? Yeah, she would. But, um, regardless of that, uh... There's a break in the merriment that you hear outside. And somebody gives three cheers for Barker, returned to the front, fighting for the people of Harris Reka. Returned? Ret- returned to the front? Did Barker go somewhere, guys? No, last I saw him, he was helping dig graves. Oh, maybe it's just part of the song. Uh, but you know, he has been very concerned about your well-being. This is Reed. true, Reed. Reed just yeah. gets this shit-eating grin. That's uh-huh, nice to hear. Uh-huh. That's very nice to hear. It's nice when nice things happen. Uh, it's it's a... Yeah. Hey, that's not boring. <laughs> yeah, I just wish I deserved it more. Uh, Heavy footsteps head up the hallway towards the door. Uh, am I going to have to call you Inke again now? This is getting very confusing. I'm going to slip up one of one of these days. Given the, what you've told me about Barker's motivations and that you trust him, he can he can he can figure it out. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. You know, all right. Then. If over the course of the conversation he realizes I'm no longer Inca, that's all right. Okay. There's a knock at the door. Awkward. Awkward. Oh no, I want to see this. I want to see this. I'm going to go and answer the door. Oh, great. Coming! Oh my god. Who is it? I am... just like bends down and puts her head in like Angus's fur. I am so cat. not okay with this whole being waited on thing. Who's a good kitty? Oh, you are. You are a good <laughs> uh, kitty. The voice that answers is good news. Good news, the, uh, the servant that you charmed on that first night Oh, Lord. <laughs> that guy. I am announcing the approach of Sir Barker. Uh, what? S- <clears throat> sir? You hear a cough from outside. Sorry. The approach of Barker. Well, May we come always in. welcome in his own room with all of his admirers. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Inca, uh, can uh. you be less frighteningly, uh... Whatever it is you're doing, there's a Chipper? word. Yeah, Chipper's not like. I don't know. You've opened the door now, yes? Yeah. 
Yes. Uh, but there's a Barker. Come uh, on in, Barker. Barker is there. He's not in his uh, traditional work. Uh, he's not in his traditional combat outfit. He's in uh, a very similar sort of work clothes as you saw um, Baron Nyland in before. Uh, he has a plain linen shirt. He has, you know, uh, cloth pants on. He has a, a belt, but he's got no, like, crazy sundries on. He's not armed. He's just got, you know, uh, the dirt of a day's labor. He's um, just... Although it's only approaching noon, uh, and he is carrying the weight on his shoulders of a hundred days of guilt. Yeah. Behind him is good news, who bows slightly as Barker bids him adieu. I look up, um, Sir Barker, eh? I'm certain he was just tired. Uh, didn't sound tired. Yeah, good news is like that. Even when he's tired, he doesn't sound tired. <laughs> it's good to see you again, Miss Wellsmythe. Uh, oh, Inca, uh, uh, did you already send hello. your shipment? How are you yes. back already? <laughs> I sent it along with a trusted Confederate business partner. Oh. And oh. I was sent back here to help tend to Reed. Does uh does Abel know that you did that? I'm sure that it slipped my mind. Reed is Reed is trying so hard to keep a straight face. She hadn't expected anyone to particularly know the person Isolde had mimicked. This is very entertaining. Well, um, guys, this is lovely. I'm hungry, so gonna go... Well, I'll go get some refreshments for all of us. Gonna go... Why don't you come in, Barker? Have a seat. And I'll be right back. I gotta let the cat out, so... <laughs> um, I want him to mess Abel Public's floor. See you later. Uh... uh... I don't know if Reed would be laughing as much as I am right now or not. She might be. Shit. Comedy writes itself. Yeah. Oh my god. Your friends, uh... Your friends have stayed close to you. That's... That's good. I'm sorry that you're getting all this, uh... uh, Attention when you're ill. I know you'd rather be out there dancing and drinking and Running around, are you... How are you holding up? feel like I'm going a little crazy, honestly. <laughs> um, pain's a lot less, but... Um, it's really strange to hear people celebrating me when... Uh, I mean, I'm the reason those people died. Uh, and that doesn't sit right with me. Look. I'm real sorry to be such a downer. Um... I know I try to lead an honest life, but that's a secret you should keep. Yeah. If people knew that everyone knew you were going to jump in, everyone saw you jump in ready for that fight, no one could have suspected what your companion, Isold would do. I don't think we knew it would do that. I didn't know it would do that. It hurt like hell. Yeah. <sighs> If I could grasp the whole business, I would love to wring uh, Venamo's neck until some secrets came out. Because that seems like his sort of chicanery. You might not be wrong in that. 
Yeah. Um. Any idea when you're going to be up and around? There are people uh, excited to see you. I think tomorrow night is going to be a party in your honor. I should be up by then, I think. I've been... Uh, um. Must be driving you mad. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> Isold and Kaya. Yes. You go downstairs... And uh, you're letting the cat out for reals, or are you just going out with Inca? Um, sure, I'll let Angus frolic. Inca? Inca, are you uh, really going to get uh, food and drink for your friends? Gotta get refreshments. Uh, is the plan to, like, get the, the local stew, the weird breakfast porridge stew that they've got here, and uh, and some drinks? Yeah, let's do that. Uh... So when you go to the bar to do this, do you say who it's for, or are you just ordering a round of, what, four, I guess? Or are you ordering three? No, for four. For four. To, uh, uh, I'm not hiding the fact that Inca is hanging out with Reed and tending to her in this public house. So, yeah, it's, it's for the room. I'll take it up myself if you could bring it out. Able Public is at the bar. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, Inca. Absolutely. I am so surprised to see that you are still in town. I will deliver these goods to you happily. He <laughs> claps and uh, signals to people to, to, to go and uh, get you bowls of their, of their food, and, and he begins to pour drinks himself. So tell me. How did you get back from Mustanenfell so quick? I didn't. I made arrangements for my goods to be delivered to Mustanenfell. Who'd you make these arrangements with? Heisenberg. You? He stares at you. I'm staring back. Not with shock, but with anger. Give me a roll plus chaw to defy him spotting you out now. Sure. Defy danger chaw. All right, that's a nine. Heisenberg, you say. Isold, the alchemist that was traveling with Impediment Reed. You let them. He leans in and sort of and whispers at you. You let her near our product. She did. I start looking confused. We did have a drink right before. We'd met outside of town. She'd said something about the Redstone Gang. She added me a drink. And then, yeah. Yeah, I agreed to look after Reed for her. And she agreed to move the product to Mustanenfell, since that's where she was headed anyway. Come a little huh. closer. Let me have a look at you. And he reaches out his hand to, to, to reach for your face. Yes. Do you allow this? Yes, I do allow it. Give me a... Uh, he's looking... He, like, actually puts his thumb underneath your... Uh, your eyes and he pulls down so that he can kind of see underneath your eye uh and he's trying to get a, a measure of you give me another defy danger cha okie dokie 12 all right she she did a number on you didn't she what? that can't be a mistake fine fine take your but... stew up to your friends tell me this though sure what what what's going on abel You've been had. 
But that's interesting in and of itself. She came in with those two that you've made buddy-buddy with. That uh, Kaya, Wellsmythe, and that Impediment Reed. Yeah. No, they're good folks. I want you to keep your ear open. Find out when it is they're going to go back to Mustanifel. Because they will be heading back there if she walked away with our product. Keep an eye out for her. Find out who else they're friends with. He uh, sets out uh, the food. He sets out a tray with the, the food and drinks on it now that it's arranged. Keep an eye out for yourself. Who knows what other tricks that Heisenberg is up to. Tell it to me straight, Abel. Will I be okay? Depends on whether she's feeling generous. Oh, okay. And I right. take up the, the food and I bring it upstairs. And now Abel's on the list. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oops. Uh, Kaya... Nothing interesting happens while you're outside. No. You were walking a cat. <laughs> I was just kind of waiting while he frolicked. Cat cat catches small lizard. Uh you do notice actually one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh that that we did any of you see the fucking monster lizard? I think none of you did, except for, for Reed. Yeah. Uh that same bizarre trumpeting that you heard inside at Fall Fallow Glade, you hear it again come from up uh in the caverns beneath the arena. The arena now is patrolled constantly by soldiers who have uh. bows and, and pole arms and periodically, you, you know, can hear shouts as one of the uh, worms is spotted and they, they shoot it and take it down. No one has delved into the pit, but everyone is alarmed by the sound of that braying that comes from deep within. So that just that that sound just periodically makes its way back out over the course of those yep. couple days it's been. Correct. Oh yeah, Reed is definitely not okay. <laughs> um She might actually be bringing that up with Barker around the time not is old is old gets back. Is old as you come back. Uh Barker is telling Reed, "Yeah, that that thing that chased you down there. It was right behind you as you climbed out. We could all see it. Uh, not when you were climbing out uh, when we finally got you, but when you were climbing up the ladder to escape those worms. We saw it. It, it pursued you. It was in right behind them. It went in through one of the doors, one of the, the gates for the monsters to come out. I think it was maybe trying to cut you off. Do you have any idea what that thing is? What it What it's doing here? I've seen it a couple of times before. Um, you recognize the sound it makes, don't you? That was the sound when we were still in the temple, in the woods, uh, when Anza was hurt. It must be the thing that was pawing at the entrance, waiting for us to come out. It might have been. Uh... Anza was bleeding again, maybe a... Well, when she got cut up by the tree, maybe it was after her. I saw it two years ago as well. And, uh... I don't know which of us it was coming for, but it sure did seem to be coming for me that day. Um... Reed. Yeah? That thing looked vicious. Yeah, it does. There are two ways you can deal with vicious beasts. You can face them head on. Or you can run and tire them out. Yep. It's trapped down there now. 
We've boarded up that entrance they used to get underneath the bailey, sealed it up as tight as we can, and nothing's coming up through that hole in the arena. We wanted to treat it like a bear trapped in a cave. We'd hunt it down together, you and I. Maybe. I don't... I... I always thought it was one of the forest guardians. I don't... I'm gonna have to think about that. That's... I know run-ins what you do best. If you want to do that, I think it's... It's probably time I leave Harris Reka behind me. Um, what do you mean? They, uh... They hip hip parade for you when you came back in the tavern. Uh, they love you here. Yeah, well... Sometimes the love you get isn't the love you deserve. And it hurts when people express it. I can see that. Um, we keep doing this. <laughs> we, uh, uh, we buried everyone this morning. There's more damage to be fixed. We've got to decide what to do with the arena. I, I'm going to help the Baron secure the arena. It's something that we're um, used to. Yeah. I know you said I should keep it to myself. How... How much I blame myself for all this. Yeah. I'm tired of just running away and leaving a disaster behind me. Nylon's good at cleaning up disasters. Um, Inca, <laughs> because you're here. <laughs> That's right. I'm glad to see that you came back. I'm half expected able to have a nice talk with you. Oh, he was very concerned about the fact that, uh, that I was supposed to be moving yeah, dangerous slash illegal goods for him to Mustan and fell, but that I left it in uh, Isold Heisenberg's, and I use those in in air quotes. Care? Uh, do you, are you attempting to unveil yourself, or do you need to defy Danger Chaw for your bizarre bluff? Bluff? Because it sounds like you intended to be understood. No, this is this is. I'm milking this for the comedy. Isold Heisenberg in air quotes. Yeah. So you didn't. Who? Oh, it's shut you, the isn't door. It? Yep, shut the door. <laughs> uh, Kaya, do you want to return at any time? No, I think that there's <laughs> <laughs> just you, you say want when out you of dr- that disaster. Yeah, I kind of yeah. think I do. Yeah, say when you want Fair. to arrive dramatically if you wish to do so. Yes, I'll wait for the most inappropriate moment. Perfect. Awesome. Um. Yeah, I meant to tell you. Before she even went downstairs the first time, but um, got distracted. No, being careful is really wise. Yeah, particularly when you recognized her, I immediately got worried. Um, Isold, you need to. You shouldn't stay in town. You should go. You should really do what you said you did and leave with a merchant wagon or something. Oh, that was my first instinct. Yeah, I should have gotten out of town a long time ago. Or at very least, not impersonate someone working with uh, Abel. I mean, he's... Everyone in this town works for Abel or for Baron Nyland. Some of them work for both. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured. Yeah, that's all right. This is merely temporary. I wanted to get a feel for what Nyland wanted to do next. And I wanted to make sure that Reed and Kaya would be okay. They will be. She won't harm Reed. She needs Reed's publicity from this event to tide over the rebellious undertones that could come in this town. Otherwise, 
probably the Lacanon siblings, would be lost to her. They'd probably return home with tales of her folly, and soon her little alliance would fall apart. No, they need to celebrate heroes right now. Heroes who are seen next to her, encouraging the crowd to remain. A party will do that. Barker, do you know why? Hmm? Do you know why? Why? Her reasons she told us for her campaign out here sounded like a bunch of garbage. Just empty, hollow platitudes. But there's something about her that tells me she's not so crazy as to do this for those reasons. You want to know why? Why the statue? The clearly cursed, alchemically terrifying statue. Like, when it... Making war on the trees, sure, I could see something personal there. People get hurt. I think that you are persuading him, and that is going to take a Defy Danger Chaw to get to tease this out of him with essentially straight-up sincerity. Sure. Unless you would like to, because you have talked frankly for a time go to one of your questions I from being a bard. kind of would rather use one of my fancy new bard questions. Uh, so, oh, those aren't really the, hmm. Uh, we do have them in the book. Yeah, I'm looking at them. I think the closest would be, um, how can I get you to tell me what's really going on here? Because, and I think that's fair, because... Reed likes him not enough to press him further than he's willing to talk about. She's now seeing that clearly this is... He dodged it before when we were first making our way into town, and he's dodging it really hard now. So, yeah. Um, I... Whether, I, sh whether I should or not, I, I've come to trust you, Barker. I, how do I get you to trust me enough to, to talk about this? What What aren't you telling me? I need a promise from both of you, and I will tell you all that you need to know. And I walk in. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys! <laughs> ah, Miss Swellsmythe. Uh, I close the door <laughs> behind Angus, and I sit down on the bed. I was just telling your friends, um, there's something I need. From you. Also, I know that Isold is Isold. Please, please don't keep up the joke. <laughs> it wasn't a very good joke. Uh, oh, it was all great. right. It's pretty great. It's great until you found out that oh God, Abel's gonna kill you if he finds out. Well, Abel's probably gonna kill Inca when he finds out. Yeah, that's fair. Well, Inca's doing everything right, really. She wouldn't know. This might go fine. He might just kill you, Isold. Wouldn't blame him. Yeah. It's... He's got to get third in line. <laughs> People are going to be taking your dance number next. <sighs> I can tell you what you need to know about the Baron. If you'll promise me one thing. We will go together beneath the Bailey. We will take a part of that statue and we will make certain that she never, ever gets it. Personally, I think I can live with that. I that statue doesn't seem like anything good to me. Isold? Yep, I'm I'm all for that. Miss Wellsmith. Um 
you know, I did have other plans for that head. <laughs> the head. I was thinking like a finger yeah, or... Yeah, something small that we can fit in a pocket or hide behind our back. Oh, you want to be sneaky. Professional criminal tip. Oh, well, I will defer to the professional criminals then. Admittedly, I'm probably not the best professional criminal in this building, by a long shot. No, she looks at Isolde. <sighs> I wouldn't say she's a professional. Girls, girls, you're both pretty. <laughs> so, Miss Wealthsmythe, will you help me to take a part of that statue away and make certain it never comes back? Um, can your... Uh, can your story be verified? It can, but not easily. I'm in, I'm inclined to believe you, but late, late, latest events, and I'm sure you'll understand, have proven to me that not everything is as it seems. Thanks for that, Isold. I wink. Putting on a front of cheerfulness. But I, I will, I will wholeheartedly agree that my current instinct is that the statue should never be put together. And um, if you think that removing a small piece will accomplish that, then that seems like the most um, the simplest way. I promise that what I am about to tell you is true. We Nylons do not break our word. Reed just looks like she's been hit in the back of the head with a board. Just, you know, that bug-eyed kind of, uh, wait, what just happened look. And probably is turning bright red about now. Kira, our mother, taught us about the ways of our people. The people who came from the woods and settled there before the Empire was founded. She taught us some of their techniques. Their ways of taming the wood creatures. The ways of making sympathetic bonds to prevent them from lashing out or to even do labor. We tried to learn them, but she didn't teach us everything. She told us before she died of a technique that had been used to make someone immortal. But that person had died first. And when Kira died, we realized that it would be possible to bring her back from the dead, to bring her and all of her knowledge back to the world, and instead of secreting it away in some tiny keep in the south of the Empire, we might be able to make a lasting fellowship with the forest. No longer would the Order of Wood be something that sits in the plains with its armies awaiting an attack. It would be something that can make lands safe again for our people. And we'd have our mother back. Is that too much? If if he's standing close enough for Reed to try and hold his hand, she she probably would. And it's definitely kind of choked up. He's seated next to you and he accepts the handholding. But I'm telling you, no good can come of assembling that statue and bringing that man back from the dead. That's what will happen when the Titan is assembled. If it is assembled here then Branimir Vuk is alive, and that passage beneath the bailey becomes a street again, something through which things flow, and it's no longer just a dry well. 
What do you mean? I really wish I knew what I meant more than that. We know that it's a way to bring a person back. We know that it's a person because they picked Branimir Vuk somehow. And he must know the process they used. If he's alive again, if he's reassembled, we can just ask him. And we can know how to bring people back from the dead. That's what the druid meant when he was so excited when Isold mentioned using telepathy with the spirit in the head of the statue. Mm-hmm. Venamo has filled my sister's head with ideas, grander things that could be done with this, huh, I think he called it technology, but so many have died to bring one back, and I know that those Things which guard the pieces of the statue, that go stronger as each piece is assembled. Those things, those shadows of Branimir Vuk, they, they abhor life, I think. And I don't want to see what happens if he's all put back together again. Oh. Sometimes you've got to let the dead be dead, even if you love them. I very much agree. Yes. Oh. Okay, then. It sounds like... We need to figure out how to do this, and then get out of Dodge. Yeah. My absence will go unnoticed. Will not go unnoticed, rather. He squeezes your hand. I'm going to go and help to rebuild the arena. Find some way to stop those worms from crawling out. (sighs) He gets up. Ladies, I'll see you tonight. And he leaves. What do you do? Well, shit. Um. Um... Indeed. Um, that was... Izzel's just gonna eat some eat some stew, have some drinks. Good plan. That was pretty dire. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so... That's worse than I thought it was. Yeah. They think they can bring someone back? Unnatural. Oh, sure. Yeah, there's, uh... There's been a, one of the goals of alchemy for a long time. Resurrection. Do you want to spout lore on that? Because it kind of sounded like you started to. Sure. In between mouthfuls. Yump, 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 yump. Oh, no, no, the no, best. No. The Philosopher's Stone, the Elixir of Life, the Panacea, blah, 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 blah. All right. That's going to be a spout lore total of 11. All right. That means I have to give you something. Uh, let me say it's useful and valuable, but I want to make certain I don't. Uh, you've actually heard... Oh, God, this is terrible. Oh, I've actually this... been resurrected from the dead before. No, no. No, Jesus. <laughs> uh, you put together that this is something that Gene Archibus has been obsessed with. Gene Archibus? This is something that she has planned her woodland expedition, the one that never gets funding and will never get off the ground and definitely wasn't in the preamble to an earlier episode. <laughs> No, no, no! I spoke with that waitsman about about her about her taking from <laughs> the fun, the the, the, depart, the departmental funds. I know she's up to something. Oh yeah! So you now know that what Jean Archippus is gone to the woods for is that she's looking for what she's calling the the progenitor civilization. Sorry, the precursor yeah. civilization. And the thing that she is after is this exact technology is this, it has to do with the iron immortals and it's some action you can take with an iron immortal 
to bring a person inscribed on that mortal back to life, fully formed, like a whole person. There have been animated dead before. There are there are ways to make a corpse come to life, but there is no alchemist that has succeeded in known history at bringing a person back, except that there's a rumor that the precursor civilization not only did this, but many of its leaders were such creatures. Revenants. The returned, there's that possibility. The returned people. Do you want to share this with your team? Absolutely. Oh my. Oh dear. Not... Spout, 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 spout. Uh. Yeah. There is quite a bounty on this knowledge. Like, it would be getting the X prize. <laughs> you would be tenured if you came back with this information. Man. So what I really should be doing, I guess, is uh, convincing Baron Nyland that uh, I should be her head alchemist now and that I should be figuring out this iron immortal business and that, you know, hopefully I'll head up the discovery along with Venamo and we'll, I'll, I'll get tenure and this place will probably fall to chaos and ruin because of the ill omens around it, but they'll come away with the reward, huh? I mean, that's what Gene Archibus would do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! You got me! No, what Gene Archibus would do would be to drain the whole budget to fund some crazy expedition out to the woods. And, um, 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 um. I want to beat her so bad. <laughs> and this is my shot. Yeah. You know what? Screw it. That thing, I've touched it. I've talked with that ghost. It's no good. It's no good. You think Barker's right? You think he just hates life? Yeah. I mean, hates a strong word. Is fundamentally inimical to life? Yeah, that might be a strong enough word. <laughs> I don't even know what you just said. <sighs> Scholars. Yeah. So what it sounds like to me is that you are planning on taking a piece of this statue somehow. Mm -hmm. Yep, that'd be yeah. great. So tomorrow, let's 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 play fast and loose with the healing times. Sure. Tomorrow at noon, uh impediment reed will be able to get up and walk and be normal. The disability will be removed and you will finally have a fully powered impediment reed for the first time since the first adventure. Yay! Yay! Excellent. Immediately following that, is the time that Baron Nyland said she will make a public declaration of what Harris Reka expects from the fugitive, or maybe won't be calling them fugitive at that point, Isolt Heisenberg. Prior to that, Baron Nyland would like to meet with Heisenberg to arrange that, or else that proclamation is probably going to be very bad. Um, they demonstrated, you know, earlier. That evening, there will be a big party where everyone's invited, which is a great time to rob people. <laughs> Does it sound like yep. I need to be a diversion again? Uh, you certainly could. I mean, I would be the best distraction, right? I, uh, I will distract Nyland while I'm talking to her. You two can bust in and grab that that piece, that thing. It is certainly possible. She may be prepared for somebody to do something during the party. Yeah, but uh, 
she will actually probably, as admittedly, be less prepared for something happening while the reconstruction's happening prior to it. That's fair, actually. Um, you've been staying up in her house, Kaya. Any idea if she's moved the statue pieces? Um. To your knowledge, she has not. Uh, you did see people coming and going from the basement, but they were bringing down supplies to rebuild, as as Barker said, to block the entrance that was created. First important, seeing as there are freaky lizards in the tunnels. Uh, there are people still doing that, oh, by yeah. the way. Mm. Workmen from the village coming in and out in order to rebuild the downstairs, because those fucking acid-spewing monsters uh, can eat through the wall if they want. Oh. Huh. Well, that's good to know. Yep. Here I thought it was just that weird helium poison thing. That also would work. Uh, you do have those two items, the thorn whip and the, the rod of magic missile. Mm-hmm. Those might be handy. Uh, my equipment's effed, isn't it? It's all in the bottom of that pit. Uh, yeah, your your poleaxe is in the bottom of the pit. Oh, man. I have a sword and a grappling hook. I'm gonna just uh, make some notes on my inventory. Uh, and uh, how much does Abel owe me for, for th- my wager? Dang it. I don't remember. Uh, I believe you bet five, and it was 20 to one odds. And so you he owes you 100 weight beautiful fantastic <sighs> where is my character sheet we have a quick way and we have a not quick way to go about this mm-hmm. um we could do a full sort of full-on heist with this or we could actually go with the uh the method we used for the first scouting expedition mm-hmm. into the arena mm-hmm. and actually run this as uh i think it's it's called an operation in the other game I'm not going to, I'm trying not to call it that, lead an undertaking. Uh Yes. To actually plan vaguely a break-in to get that item and the time to, and a time to do it, and then play out how that goes when it, when it gets in trouble. Yeah, let's go for it. Yeah, I think, I think we can, I think we can hem and haw a little bit less this time than we did the first time we did an undertaking, because it was, it was so new then. All right, so the intention is, is as soon as Impediment Reed is healed up, so that we're not interrupting that process. Mm-hmm. So at noon tomorrow, uh, you all go to meet Baron Nyland and leave Isold in Nyland's care to have this conversation. And then uh, Isold and, sorry, uh, Impediment and Kaya, how... Uh, your plan to get downstairs is to say that you want to speak to Brother Venamo? Well, I really kind of just planned to walk downstairs because I have run of the keep. And then if stopped, say that um, I would. I was just wanting to see, I was just looking to see um, if I could find uh, someone to talk to about uh, this uh, about this new this new things I've discovered, and I wasn't going to specify Brother Phenomeno because if for some reason he wasn't there, then that would be problematic. Makes sense. Makes sense. Well then, let's see how how it goes. Who do you want to actually have handled the logistics of this? Ostensibly, the leader. 
by the way, this is a roll plus int. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll take point on that. Um, I do have I do have a question about what our our end game is. What 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 is our ideal scenario? How this rolls out? Um, ideal scenario. Uh, you do not get uh taken into forcible custody during your conversation with uh the Baron as our distraction. Um, okay. Because then we would have other problems to sort out. Right. But what are we seeking to accomplish? Well, we want to we we get a, we a piece we want of that to, yeah. statue. Yes. Take a small piece of the statue, say an ear or a finger or something. And um, and then we run? We get... Uh, no, actually. To our, only if we are observed. I mean, we, we, in an ideal world, we are unobserved. And then we go to the party and leave afterwards. All right. All right, but we are we are leaving Harisreka after after this part after tonight. Is that clear, or is that that not what we want? I think that's what we need to do at this point. I mean, if we, I, the only thing I would say is if we manage to get this piece and nobody knows, and then we disappear in the middle of the night, then they'll know. But if if we get the piece and nobody knows, as long as we're confident that nobody knows. Then we can leave the mo- next morning and be like, "Oh, we have business in, you know, some place where we don't actually have business," and see you later. Well, I mean, shouldn't there are so many excuses for things we can get up to? I mean, shouldn't someone be looking into where the person who killed that order of waitsman? Yeah, I think that the got I to. I think that that is a a fine excuse. Let's see how this goes. Um. And we'll decide, you know, the the plan is still in the short term to essentially to attend the party at the very least. Uh, and at that point, the operation's over. We don't need to know what happens after the party until right. the party. Sure uh-huh. enough. In that case, give me a roll plus int, unless anybody wants to spout lore and or discern realities on sort of the, the broader situation first. I mean, I could, I could throw a discern realities just to... Uh, do I have any good questions? Yeah, mm, yeah, all except I haven't actually seen the Baron at all, and my discern realities would be about what's going to happen to Izzel. Okay, so I... I also haven't been down in the cavern, so I could, in fact, discern realities about what is going to happen to Izzel. That's not a bad idea. And so the context of this is that you're thinking back, you're, you're discussing just literally putting Isolde in front of the Baron, and you're thinking back to that last interaction you had with the Baron and whether or not this is going to be a murder. Yes. Yes. Okay. Give me a roll plus whiz. That is a ten. So you get three questions from the discern realities list. Let's make them the right questions. Um, Okay. So, what should I be on the lookout for? Seems like a good one. She is more angry at Isold than she is at the three dead men hanging from the gate. You should be on the lookout for the very real possibility that Isold is not a thing that may escape the Baron's okay. grasp. Um, oh. That's a possibility. You're not sure of mm. that, but you know she's angrier than she was at those dead people. Um, what is about to happen? You know that she's up to more than she said, keeping that order of waitsmen out because she wouldn't allow that person into the Mm -hmm. Bailey. And she was betrayed by Mm -hmm. Scarlet. And she's already killed 
some of Scarlet's henchmen who fell behind. Mm -hmm. This, she is looking in her ranks for people who might have sold her out or sold out the fortress in general and is both looking... I'm not going to say that part. She is going to be looking for more people to take the fall for how tragically the other day went. And finally, what here is not what it appears to be. As cold and calculating as she is being with her political maneuverings to keep the fortress stable, Baron Nyland is not personally comfortable with the amount of death that this endeavor has brought. She'll keep doing things because she knows that that will keep the fortress together, but she is not happy. You could tell it when she came in after burying some of the dead that she was doing with her own Mm -hmm. hands, that this is something she feels very personally responsible for. Okay. That was three useful questions. All right. Uh. Do we have second thoughts about our plan? Um, I mean, I'm all for cutting and running, just as a matter of principle. But no, no, I... I I think if Isold goes in as Isold and not as Inca, um, then that should... She'll she'll have her abilities to her and um, not... Well, so my second thought is possibly... Uh, maybe I should stay with Isold, or at least within earshot. And maybe we should have telepathy. Yeah, I, w- I was going to propose setting up telepathy with with Kaya. No, I'm I'm going to go. I'm going to walk in there in Isold's form. I'm going to I'm going to expect one possibility is that she'll she'll just kill me on the spot. Um, she does that, and she loses her hero, and that's why I, I uh-huh. think that maybe I should be. Mm-hmm. near enough to yeah. make sure the Baron remembers that reality. It's easy right. enough for me to have a reason to leave. I can just have Angus set up a ruckus. But I'm going to make her an offer, really. Um, an offer that I take, essentially, Scarlet's place as her uh, as her pet alchemist, and frankly as a strategist, because she needs one. I'll lay out the fact that you know not only has she been betrayed by basically everyone that she's been trusting to keep this place running but i could find them in the span of a day because they used me to get to her Mm. and it worked it worked beautifully which means that she needs me then later on after you've gotten the thing that's when we cut and run and that that'll be my final betrayal of nyland okay I mean, does that does that read? Does that scan? Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm not good at being a criminal. <laughs> Kaya really doesn't want to be in the room when you say those things, but she agrees that it's not a bad idea. Okay, I just want to make sure that I'm not I'm not I'm not saying anything that's actually implausible or untrue. <laughs> no, 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 you're not. no, no, you're not. Those work. She still might try to kill me, so I'll have the sleep spell prepared. <laughs> Yeah, Reed is just mentioning in in response to your plan and and to elaborate on her. I'm a I'm not a very good criminal. Is I I don't I don't like lying to people. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like I I I get that I get that we I think we do need to do this, but 
Man, I worry about what's going to happen without anyone here to, to get the Baron to see reason. I worry about... Well, Scarlet's probably out of the picture of being a terrible influence, but that druid man... You know, Reed, you're, you're a better person than I am, and a better person <laughs> than most. So, let me go through the tasks. Reed will be the personal guard and escort of Isold. Isold will be talking to the Baron, and Kaya will descend into the basement and take even a small piece of the Titan and then leave. The basement. The basement. Yeah, we'll just, you know, walk out to the beyond or do whatever it is. Uh, you know, I was just going to go back upstairs. Yeah, going back upstairs is fine. Hang out in your room. Read some... Walk the cat. I don't know, do you read poetry or something? I'll just walk the cat. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll teach Angus hilarious tricks. It'll be awesome. It is time for you to prepare spells and to cast essentially buffs on each yeah. other. Let's gather around. Let's do a little bit of telepathy. Breathe deep of, of the telepa- telepathic fumes. Oh, oh, please, telepathic fumes. All right. I'm able to get that uh, total of nine. So I'm going to forget to... Damn it. Sheesh. I know. I want, want to try and empower it. Empower it. But no, I get... Um, so I'll link up with Kaya and forget telepathy. Okay. Or run out of reactions. Uh, what other spells do you want to prepare for today? Uh, sleep and charm person. That's always okay. been a makes sense. Always been a winner. I am going to prepare sanctuary, cause fear, and cure light wounds. Okay. Can you give me a roll plus int to lead this uh, undertaking? All right. It's all good. That is a total of uh, 14. Well then. Wow. Jesus. Isold is very good at this. Uh, On a 10 plus, everything goes according to your plan, and you and your team are in perfect position to carry out the final element of your plan. The GM will describe the scene and present you with the opportunity to act. Okay, here's how it's going to go. You, uh, Reed and Isold, present uh, themselves at the Bailey. And uh, because you just walked out into the street looking like yourselves, uh, the Baron is actually comes up the steps behind you because she wasn't actually in the Bailey at the time. She's still in her work clothes and uh, was uh, at the arena repairing stuff alongside her brother. She uh, comes up uh, behind you guys. You, You see her coming and is surprisingly gracious. You can tell that she's very tired. And she looks... She's angry, still, but she lets that sort of noble's sort of coolness, that level-headedness that she needs to have in order to be a good leader, carry her forward to have this negotiation. And she invites you up into the bailey, into the dining room, to have drinks and discuss what is going to happen. When you do that, this provides Kaya the chance to head downstairs. Um, people do let her have the run of the place. She is sort of recognized as a hero. Everybody here in the Bailey knows the fight that she contributed to, and she's allowed to just come downstairs. There are some uh, workmen around working on the wall under the uh, auspices of Brother Arvo, and Brother Arvo is trying to guide them in creating a concoction, essentially, that will resist the attacks of the blood-fed worms. These three people that are in that room, these two workmen and Brother Arvo, there is one other person in the room, in a cage, 
on a cot, still as the grave, save for the slight moving of her chest as she breathes, is Scarlet, inside of a cage, inside on a cot. The pieces of the statue have been arranged in order to show that it's complete. There are marks on the ground marking where each one is. They're numbered by scratches on the ground. There is a finger of the statue, but remember, its fingers are big because it's a big statue uh, that is down. It's ring finger from its right hand, which on that ring finger, there is actually a strangely detailed ring. That looks perfect to pick up. It'll be about the size of uh, your fist, let's say. Do you take it? Uh, if I'm uh, in a moment when I am unobserved, I will take it. You're unobserved. Remember, you may have to steal yourself for a vision of death when you pick it up. I will. I will attempt to do so in such a manner that I do not actually touch it, and I will. And I will smudge or do my best to erase any of the chalk marks that indicated its presence. Give me a roll plus int to uh, properly identify the way to do that. Uh, Before I make this roll, I don't think this roll is the one I'm going to do it for, but I'm realizing that I had not yet mentioned what Angus is doing in this, and I want to do that now so that I'm not retconning it. Angus is um, roaming around being Inquisitive Kitty and is ready to um, distract anyone should it be should it be needed but he is he is by uh putting yeah, on a performance a distracting, distracting performance whether it's you know being adorable or stealing a critical potion element you know whatever whatever he needs to okay, do okay that so, makes sense okay so i need to do an int roll now this is a defy danger int all right that is wait that's not correct I have bonus to my int, and I didn't adjust it, so that is not a six. It is, in fact, a seven. Uh, that is a seven. You stumble, hesitate, or flinch. So you you erase the marking. So you're able to actually grab the grab and pocket the finger, but when you wipe out its markings, because you're like, okay, this is a this is a great idea. I can cover this up. You catch a bit of the next one, and you notice that in the way that this is arrayed, they're not going to notice it immediately. But the moment somebody comes down here and ponders the statue, they're going to notice that something's missing. Um, you've, you've erased maybe that identifying mark is going to get them for a bit. But hopefully Brother Arvo doesn't turn around to do this immediately. But if Brother Venamo comes down or probably Baron Nyland, they are going to immediately know that something's missing. Okay. Is there more rubble around? Uh, there is, but the, the iron immortals aren't, remember, they're made of iron. Uh, there's nothing else around that's the same material. Or even similar. I mean, no, it's, it's all this, it's, it's, it's either going to clearly be rock or it's going to clearly be the, the magical metal that makes the, the, the Titan. I mean, if you do find something of a similar size, somewhat, and leave the marking there, just replace the object. It may take them more than a few moments to notice that, oh, that's a rock right there, not a piece of magical material. Especially if if I can unobtrusively manage to um, to to put several rocks so that perhaps they think that maybe just it got lost. Or, you know, you could have, uh, now that you've pocketed it, 
maybe hang out with Arvo and things, and Angus just gets uppity and starts, you know, goes into lightning mode like cats do, and oh, he ran through the middle of the statue and fucked everything yes. up. Yes. Like a cat does. This is a fantastic idea. Uh, I would like for you, since you've said that this is what you intended to do, and I don't want to, like, I want us to get on with uh, with upstairs in a moment, I'd like you to defy danger Cha to play cool, to bluff that I'm not giving my cat this order okay. move. That is a charming kitty move. That is an eight. All right. They, you managed to bluff them long enough for your cat to lightning mode and scatter things about. And a lot of the larger pieces, like there are some very big pieces like the head, of course, nothing happens with. But the the, the fingers, uh, there appear to have been maybe some sort of scroll that was on this this character's belt. Uh, those, these smaller things get scattered. And Arvo, rather than, uh, suspecting you of any wrongdoing, does immediately go about setting and moving things back into their proper spot. You probably have an hour before, or maybe more, before he is certain that something is now missing. Okay. Oops, I was wrong. Yeah, it was a good idea. Um... Are there any uh, cracks in the floor? I mean, there's the giant hole in the floor that goes down into a 20-foot pit that is the, the remainder of the... And how close to where the um, where the statue was is that hole in the floor? Definitely within a distance to say that something had fallen. Uh, but uh, why? What To I'm, what end? It's not that deep. Oh, I, oh right, it's dry. Yeah. Yeah, and it only goes down 20 feet, and that, that thing has been perfectly cleaned because they've gathered sort of all materials that were in it. Okay. So you have a couple of hours or an hour and out between one and two hours before someone becomes very worried. I'm going to say, unless something terrible happens upstairs, that you just walk out with the finger and everything is going to be fine for you. And we will pick up with uh, whatever happens with that. I'm going to continue with the upstairs scene with our other two players. Isold and Reed. Yes. Baron Nyland uh, leads you upstairs and signals for Trellis and Good News to... Actually, signals to Trellis, Good News is not with her, uh, to to bring drinks. And she sets down at the head of the table with a sigh. Isold Heisenberg, I am glad to see <laughs> you up here. There are many people in the fortress calling for your head. We know what Ritva saw. We know that you are responsible for the explosions around the arena. That's right. I used a concoction to cause a chain detonation of the red stones around the arena. I then proceeded to your titan. Yes. And in your presence, caused it to fall apart. That much I know. Who bid you to do this? That's a heavy thing to ask, because you didn't say whether you were one of the ones calling for my head. And if so, then, under whose orders I was acting, provides one of the only means of leverage I have in this situation. But be assured, I managed to find out who in your organization was willing to cause you so much grief within the span of days. Baron, you're not really in control here. 
Are you? That's the funny thing about control. When someone says that they are a king, it is their vassals who act for them. And those vassals must be paid and kept happy. And up until now, I thought that my vassals were happy. Happy with the sap that they were able to smuggle in and out of Mustan and Fell. Happy to see the Order of Weight stranded outside so that he was more desperate and more willing to make loans and exchanges. I thought Scarlet was happy with her toys to just let them live until such time as they could make their eventual escape. But of this, I was wrong. I don't know that you were fully wrong, Baron. It's quite possible they were all happy. But your underlying assumption, I would have to question. Happy people aren't necessarily safe people. I mean, you... Hmm? Reed shrugs. You are implying that rather than payments in coin and the pleasures that they desire, a more forceful hand is appropriate. No. No, actually. I mean, maybe in some instances. I'm not going to lay out the theoretical back and forth between a, a despotic ruler and a, a kind one. That's, a, that's an eternal debate that never gets resolved. The question here is synchronicity of purpose. Do your people believe in what you're trying to do here? I'm actually quite easy in terms of my motivation. I want to find out what's really unlying underneath this world that we're living in. I want to understand the Iron Immortals and the wells and the forest deeply. Where did they come from? Where do we come from? Why are we here? What's happened in the vast gaps of history that lay stretched out behind us? Do you know what the most dangerous kind of philosopher is? A drunk one? No. What is the most dangerous type? The one that says that they know everything and have no more questions. Tell me. I've had that guy in lecture, but yes, go tell me. (laughs) A great deal of harm has been done to this city and to my own goals. You are dancing around your capabilities. Are you offering, are you auditioning now? Gonna look at her and say, all right, no more dancing around. I'm the most capable alchemist you have in these walls who's not in a coma. She nods. And insofar as you know my motivations, you can at least trust them. If you don't trust me, I can be bought. Mm. There is much I have to teach you and to show you. Secrets that do not get out and that even Venamo does not know. But you... Family secrets, I take it. Yeah, you could call them that. Yeah, I liked that hand there. That was a good... That was a good play of the cards. Family. I'm finding more and more that people are willing to do just about anything for family. Look meaningfully at Reed in that moment. Reed looks really embarrassed (laughs) and (laughs) uncomfortable. Hmm. What service would you undertake as this master alchemist for Harris Reka? What, uh, what task would you like to be set to that the people of this town would hear of your doings and think, yes, 
that is a person who will not get a blade in the dark when you step beyond the fortress walls. Allow me to take over the Arnimoral Project. Also, let me investigate the assassination of that waitsman. What was his name? Sir Ronnie Wren. Those things might be able to gain some good will. Wait, 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 he died? Oh, Oh, shit. Yes, she uh, actually pushes aside a, uh, a cloth that was put on the table. These are the holes from the knives that went through him. She points at notches and the wood. Oh, man. He should have gotten out of town. Poor guy. Hmm. It is unfortunate what happened to him. And I would very much like to know who had the gall to do it in my house. And you have shown yourself to be very good at knowing... Well, you say that you know who the rats in this nest are. That's one thing I do want to know. Quid pro quo. Tonight the party will be seen together and we'll drink together. I want to send a signal to the people in this town that I'm at least nominally under your protection. Hmm. I agree to that. I would be happy to. I will tell them that there is a project that you have taken on the mantle that Scarlet has left, and that you will keep them safe from the creatures of the woods with your dread concoctions, unlike any alchemist that ever was before. You demonstrated your abilities, and you will speak and demonstrate your remorse for those that have been hurt. If that'll sell it. One last, one last thing. Where is Scarlet? She is with the statue she so wanted to get close to. We are keeping her in a cage in the basement, where she is tended to by members of Brother Venamo's order. She's not awakened, and his best concoctions so far have not healed her. Orin, one of his apprentices, has been sent to Mastonenfell to bring back a concoction which is said to wake people from even the deepest sleep. We'll see if that brings her back. Reed looks very worried and, again, strangely ashamed. But she's keeping her mouth shut. There's an outside chance that I'll be able to use telepathy to begin the interrogation even before this concoction is received. But... Oh, that's very interesting. It is beyond Venamo's ken. He was never taught its secrets. So that's just another, shall we say, chip I could possibly put on the table. No guarantees. Hmm. Tonight, at the uh, celebration of heroics, we will toast to all of those who have fallen, and we will celebrate those who fought to save the lives of those who are in so much danger. Right now, you're the devil that started it in the eyes of that crowd, and I will be drinking with you. When we do so, what devil will you pin that trouble on? Will you take it all upon yourself? Or are you going to uh, put someone else up for that No, hated task? No. I'm not going to hide from my deeds. You're a tough woman. Wouldn't have expected it from an inkwig like you. <laughs> I've... <laughs> I've misunderstood your people. That's okay, we all do. No, I'll give you a full measure of who else. Of who... Who... Who was interested in seeing that this statue fall to pieces and in fact never be completed in good time there's a if you're gonna go looking after the person who killed Ronnie Wren yeah. you're gonna be looking for this she sets a medallion on the table it has a symbol that you've seen before 
It was the one that signed the note that was threatening Ronnie Wren when you spoke to them earlier. Assassin medallion. Find the people who use this. Use this symbol, and you'll find your killer. How do you have this symbol? One of their agents was in town, but I'm not sure it was them. Uh, A creature named Unbound that I haven't seen since last night. They left this in their room afterwards, and I'd seen them use it before. I'm sorry, his, his name is Unbound? I mean, my name's Impediment. Huh. And I live with Trellis and Good News. Who am I to judge? Sometimes people just have names. Words sound <laughs> good. Yes. Find the uh, owners of that symbol. You'll find someone who knows what happened to Ronnie Wren. Well, we all have a party to get ready for. And I have to tell people that you'll be attending. I think this has been a very enlightening conversation. Likewise. Now I have some cleaning up to do. Me too. Please do uh, avail yourselves of the hospitality of able public. You will start your work in the morning. Thank you once again for listening to The Crooked Thimble as we play Iron Immortals. Our music this week was composed by Sergei Cheremzinov. You may find his work in the show notes. Please do share this podcast with whatever means you have available, and remember The Crooked Thimble is a Patreon-funded company. If you want to hear more of these adventures, please head on over to patreon.com slash crookedthimble and support us. And, as always, thank you.